Hello, you're very welcome here to Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and, as always, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello, Hello. Nisha. Hello. Uh, We're on Podcast 99. Uh, We're nearly at that 100 mark, Nisha. And we're talking about gender roles in children. Yes. I find this whole concept a bit bizarre in some ways because, like, I played sports. I played whatever sports I wanted to play. Like, I was good at canoeing from a young age. Um... I gravitated towards whatever clothes. I hated dolls. I hated pink. I remember getting my first model cars when I was still in the buggy. I still have some of them. Um, I had a lot of science toys and computer toys and mechanical toys at one stage because that's I got a fantastic chemistry set and a microscope at a certain age because I was really gravitating towards science. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about that before, like the interest in tomorrow's world and science mm-hmm. and all that side of things. So, like... Whatever I was interested in, I went for. And, mm. like, I picked out whatever colours in my bedroom based on the colours that I liked. Mm. And so I find this whole concept that people are not able to gravitate towards what they like and what they want to play with um, and that it's a big deal and that we somehow, suddenly have to start thinking about people's genders and all of that in the mix mm. and what girls should do and what they should like and so on. Mm. I just find all this a bit alien. Like, it was... It's like that that point where... It was fine because it, it wasn't even thought about. I mm. was just I was just me. I liked the things I liked. I gravitated towards those. I was good at the things I was good at and everybody got on with it. I don't know. Maybe it's easier for girls to be tomboys than it is for boys to be sensitive. Mm. I don't know. Um, so one of the books that I'll put up on the Facebook page that I've devoured in the last week is... Um, how Not to Be a Boy. Oh, right. Uh, Robert Webb Yeah, is the author of that book. Yeah. Why do you he, like that book so much? Well, for a start, he's a comedian. Mm. So it's very funny. Mm. Um, it's got that huge observational quality in it. It really shows his vulnerability. He's very honest in it. I think it should be compulsory reading for every teenage boy because it's like you're not the only one who feels this. You're not the mm. only one that's confused. You're not the only one that doesn't get picked for the sports team, that doesn't have any coordination, mm. who's sensitive, who fancies both boys and girls, who um, doesn't do well in school, who doesn't know the rules, who doesn't know how to behave to girls, who doesn't get them, who doesn't know how to talk about their emotions, who has really angry fathers who don't know how to talk about their emotions and really lousy role models in their life that they don't actually know how to be a parent, how to be a father, how to be a husband. Mm. Um, It goes across the spectrum of ages right the way Mm. across. Um, It shows that he didn't know how to deal with grief, um, that nobody helped him to deal with grief, that there were spectacular consequences to that, that he didn't know how to cope with depression, alcoholism, Failing in college, not not making the right friends in college, mm. Um, mm. not knowing how to fit in. All of the themes that I deal with, with boys, mm. all of the time. Mm. Um, they're not the only person in this space going through it. Mm. Um, so it's an, ex- it's an extraordinary read. It's definitely added to my toolkit. Mm. And it's done in a very honest, very humorous, very personal way. Um, mm. And it's kind of warts and all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so between him and Pink standing up and doing her little bits and her whole image and her, her whole persona, mm. um, I think if we just put the two of those up on a pedestal for, you know, it's okay for girls to be like this if mm-hmm. they want to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no, it's not the end of the world, mm. and we put Robert Webb up on the other side and go, yeah, it's okay to be like this too. Okay. Do you think the parents are getting a lot more comfortable 
with, um, I suppose, uh, expansion of boundaries in terms of what would have been there before, in terms of gender roles and, and expectations? I kind of feel that yes and no. I feel like it's at that point where everybody has it under a microscope and everybody's looking at it too much. Mm. And when you make a quantum leap in something, you actually just don't care anymore. Mm. You're back to that zone of where I was at with the kid and it was like, she's like this, she likes these things, she likes dressing in these clothes, she likes playing with these toys, she's Nisha, who cares? But Mm. we haven't made that quantum leap, we're still making it into a big deal. Mm. Right. Um, like um, I have heard of somebody who, for instance, um, a little boy of like six who wanted a My Little Pony castle for Christmas and got it last year mm. and loved it. Mm. Um, and he's mixed it in with dinosaurs this year, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So but still everybody's talking about it. everybody's worrying like, oh, is, is he going to turn out to be transgender when he grows up? Mm. No, he just likes playing with My Little Pony. It's not, you know, it's not mm. the default position. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. But but. Do you think, like, I know a good few people now with small kids. I know a little boy at the moment, he's two, and he, he, Santi's bringing him a, um, a kitchen. Yeah. Uh, he, Santi's bringing him the kitchen because the parents love to cook, and the child sees the parents cooking, both parents, and that's what he likes to do. Yeah. I know a little girl, uh, she's three, and I'm actually getting her a, a tool set. With a drill and stuff in it, so yeah. Um, and there's the most fantastic selection in TK Maxx. They where mm. they actually have like the full range of tools. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, this isn't an odd thing, and parents don't have a problem with. Yeah, this. I got a real tool kit at one mm. point because I was really into carpentry. Mm. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it's just get on with it. But are people as afraid of it as they used to? Like, I remember perhaps <clears throat> um, when, when my son was young, perhaps. 12, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, people would have felt that if, uh, I suppose, if he got a, a kitchen or something like that, that it was a reflection on them and they wouldn't get them the toys. I, I don't think the people was were as open um, in terms of, you know, uh, gender-specific toys. I also think that they made a lot of assumptions, like all of my relations bought me dolls. Yeah. Until eventually... One day someone turned around and said, she really hates dolls. Can you not get like her a jigsaw or some yeah, art, art, yeah, something yeah. arty to do? Like, you know, yeah. um, she really hates dolls. Yeah. But there I, was assumption yeah. that I was a little girl and I would like dolls. Yeah. But I don't know many people now that don't say to parents, you know, if they don't know the child well, what do they like? What are they into now? Things change um, throughout the year for, for children being into stuff. And... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's if we're coming out of that uh, phase or that that, that that era of you know um, uh, ring fencing children into a gender. I also think that it comes across very strongly in this book hmm. because he is from a different social economic background. Yeah. He's a person who's very unlikely to have gone to Cambridge and did hmm. go to Cambridge and so on. And I think a lot of the predisposed ideas and a lot of the behaviour of the men in his life reflected that. And I still feel that that would be the case now. So I think there's a huge discrepancy in thought patterns here and in expectations and in roles depending on your economic bracket. So Mm -hmm. that's a big, big factor in this. And I think that's why when we see people who are on the television, like comedians and pop singers 
that are very accessible to those households, that's mm. why it'll make a big impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. not everybody else feels accessible to those people. Yeah. Okay, any more on that, Nish? Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks a million for listening, and we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye. Thank you.